Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Biz for Good Show. I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the ladies and gentlemen, the in the house, Ryan Bilgington. Ryan, tell us about the show. That's me, everybody. (laughs) The one, the only. You're the one with the sound effects, so because oh, yeah. I'm I, I, I'm inappropriate. Whatever. Oh, oh, dang! I'm not so good. Welcome to the show, guys. We are back in the swing of the biz for good. Two weeks in a row. We are in it to win it, right, Ryan? Win it to in it. Okay. <laughs> win it to in it. In it to win it. I don't know. La la la! Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Mm. I, I got new. I got a new toy that now I can uh, I can switch cameras. Like really quickly and, and easy, if, and which means we don't need a. We if you're don't, listening without watching, then that's really it boring matter. for them. That's right. Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, it's irrelevant. <laughs> hey, we, we have a guest on. over there. We're hiding her, but uh, we no longer need a, a tech, for sure. No it, more techies. Well, it was kind of fun to have tech. So if we if had roadies. Wants to come in we had roadies and, and be a tech. Absolutely, come had, in and, and run the tech and, and do the the. <clears throat> The video and stuff we'd love it what do you tell us about the show we've already got off track we're already uh i just i'm excited for the show because i know our, our guest is this amazing human being and it's gonna be super super fun so much her. fun <laughs> so much fun so much oh, oh that's right that's right so much fun that's an inside joke that we're yeah, fixing we've, been, we've been sitting here like talking so this is awesome yeah all the good stuff is already done sorry <laughs> listeners we've already talked all about the good stuff right and if your name's Poppy, you guys are awesome. <laughs> That's right. Just All saying you poppies that. out there. All the poppies. All you lady poppies. Lady yes. poppies. Not you grandpas. That's different. <laughs> but we love you, too. Oh, yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is going to be such a good... I can already tell. This is going to be such a good show. <laughs> this is a good one. Buckle in, people. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us for the Bits for Good show. And uh, we're on episode... Ooh, called... <laughs> Use... Pain to refine you, not to define you with Soma. Use Ray. pain to refine you, not to define to refine you, not to define you. Yeah, you say this, you should do this part. No, no, no. No, I like it. Go you, ahead, try you, again. You're doing you, great. Uh, yeah, I, was, I, uh, I just get you interrupted. Me. I just love to say repeat after you. I love to repeat everything know, you say, Ryan. Because I'm awesome. That's right. Absolutely. Anyway. So use pain to refine you and not define you. Yeah. With so much Ray Hathaway. So much coolness with so much. <laughs> yes. We've had too much fun here today. Yeah, we? we're like kind of like connecting we, we dots. Ha- uh, we have been, we have dots. we have made some kind of energy connection. It just feels yeah. like we're we're having a lot of fun like, enjoying each other's energy. It's been great. So great. Awesome. It's like been a reunion. We were sitting down with some no tea, but you know. No tea? No tea. No tea, but a tea. lot of eyes that were uh, dotted. Yeah. 
I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't where know. Are we, where are we going, going with this? <laughs> when you get together and you have some oh, tea. tea. Oh, okay. Uh, it's everyone. like a tea party. It's like, we're having tea. Uh, and we're like, hey, oh, but I know. And some crumpets. And some crumpets. And we get together and we talk about tea. And that's all we talk about. <laughs> uh, that oh, was good. So Both of you guys more. got good accents. <laughs> I'm no good at I'm not even going to try. It's not good. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to introduce uh, Soma here and tell you a little bit more about it's her. There's going to be so oh. much coolness with Soma! Sorry. <laughs> uh, we're going to totally remember yeah. you forever now, and so will all the listeners. Sweet. Right. Yeah. That's what we want. So, um, <clears throat> uh, Soma. Okay. So much cool. Okay, sorry. <laughs> calm down, Ryan. You need to calm down. You're getting way too excited on the show. <laughs> She is both successful artist and an author and, and has become a sterling scholar in art. And by the way, she was showing me her art prior to this, and it's amazing. Thank and I'd like you. to buy Rock some. Rockstar quality art. And it's super Oils amazing. are, that's just, that's legit. You can't get more legit than oil paint in my, in my small world of art. Thank you. Yeah. Very much appreciated. (laughs) Uh, She's an overcomer whose passion is to help others transcend the pain of trials and tragedies. Her memoir called Finding Diamonds in Dungeons currently has a five-star review. All five-star reviews. All-star five-star. Yeah. And was nominated for an Author Academy Award. Yeah. Awesome. Author Academy Award. She redefines failure and helps move the self-destructive patterns we often cling to. Her story is resilience, forgiveness, and God's... Go ahead. Miraculous. There you go. Love will uplift your soul and strengthen your own resolve to overcome any hardship you face. I love it. Man, I'm a little rusty here. Welcome, Soma, so much. Thank you. It just happens. It just happens. I'm not trying that. I should have never gone there. (laughs) No, it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, we are never going to forget you, Soma. And and the fact that you're so awesome and cool makes it even better. You guys are great. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for for coming. You know, me and and Ryan have such a a desire and a love for, for the biz for good. I mean, we, we just have this, we know that that is the strongest thing out there. If you really want to create something great, the more good you can do and the best you can be, the more amazing stuff you're going to create. And we love having people on the show that, that feel the same way. Thank you. So yeah, thanks. I do feel that way. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yes. Ryan is pointing me because I get off track. Uh, the Biz for Good Show is a fun and powerful podcast experience. Sharing stories of hope, passion, and the true secret to success, the connections we make by loving, yes, that's loving and being good. There is so much bad noise in the world, it is time to rise against the noise and flood the world with the good. The Biz for Good show is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Now let's get crazy! Yeah! Crazy in the house, Ryan! Okay. Yo. Are, are we going to do anything? What I'm trying to say is, last week we had a Google challenge. I think we should do a lesson in, in leadership. leadership. Absolutely. So we didn't talk to you about this because we like to kind of flash it on you. Sure. Uh, this is just... What what sometimes we do is we, we do different segments or something on the show just to kind of be interesting. So before we learn about who you are, we would like you to give a tip on leadership. 
Wow, leadership. Well, I think you have to, that's a great question, by the way. I think you have to really be in tune with your why, right? So why you do what you do. And I actually have a saying, which is um, to, so if we lose our why, then we lose our way. That's not my saying. But I think if we connect with uh, the love in our why, like, you know, what is it that we love? love So, So I say make the love in your why stronger than the walls in your way. Whoa. Ooh. Dang, that's deep. Stop okay, say the that again. podcast if you're listening and rewind that and do that. Yes, again. well, say it again because that, <laughs> that was worth saying twice. So make the love in your why, in your reason why, make the love in your why stronger than the walls in your, in your way. way. <sighs> that is so good. Thank you. Because we all have walls that are going to be in our way, right? And those walls are going to seem huge. And unless we are connected with our love of why we're doing what we're doing, we'll give up. I think that's why so many people fail. They, they don't really care about what they're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. when it's come to business because they see something, oh, there's an opportunity maybe to make a bunch of money. And they fail when they don't make a bunch of money because there was no love there. There was no passion Mm -hmm. for what that was. They just saw an opportunity and said, hey, I'm going to go for that. And and that's a part of the biz for good is if you've got that love for assisting and wanting to help and wanting to be a part of something great, Mm -hmm. then when it gets hard, you're going to keep doing it. Exactly. Exactly. When the walls get tough, your love can overcome those if you have. And if it doesn't matter to you, then you'll quit. If your why is a good why, right? Yeah. And if you if you quit, then maybe you need a different why. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. What do you think, Ryan? So much awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! So much in the house! No, that was really good, actually. You guys are going to... I paid these guys before we started. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. I, we're going to do this forever now. So much coolness. Uh, we, thank so you, so much. We'll have to give you credit every time we say so much yeah. coolness. Yeah. Awesome. Ten cents. Oh, okay, Ryan, what are we doing? Well, we'll get right into the show and start the interview. We'll start the interview. You want to actually start the interview right Maybe. this second? I think I mean, that's sure. a good idea. I think we're, we're ready to start the show. So, Soma, our first question is always, what does Biz for Good mean to you? And why does it mean that to you? What does it mean? Well, I think it means, um, you know, when we have those pivotal moments that, that help help us think about other people, you know. So, usually that's in pain, right? If you're, there's a lot of aha moments that I've had that have made me think, wow, I need to be thinking about other people. But there's one quick story I'll tell you about if you I have time. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Go tell us about it. So I won't tell you how I got in this circumstance because that's in the first oh. chapter of oh, my book. <laughs> oh, so we have to get the book to get the, the, what, the No, how? no. Actually, I oh. have, I have some, um, prizes for somebody or oh, some, yeah, stay tuned some people we got some stay tuned yeah yeah so listen to the end of the show people. i was in a circumstance where um i was felt very alone very vulnerable and uh, unsure of my immediate future and i was around a lot of um outcasts and there was a homeless man there and um he well, I'll just tell you. 
Just we, tell us. We were in jail. Oh. So we're in this little area called the pit where we're all kind of awaiting. To, and it was cold. I was, I was really cold. And this... The pit. Mm-hmm. It sounds in terrible. So it was awful. So this, this uh, homeless man, he noticed that I was shivering. And the, this man owns nothing. He had told me that the reason he was there was because he had stolen a van because it was cold and he didn't have anywhere to live. And he was trying to live in this van. He had mm. nothing but the, literally the shirt on his back and his coat. Well, guess what he did? He gave me that coat. Mm. And in that moment, because before that I had felt so alone, so betrayed, so by, by the people who I thought loved me, and yet this homeless man who I had only known for a few moments gave me everything that he had. And I held that coat and, you know, it was, it smelled, but I, but there was nothing more delightful to me. I just, I felt so loved and it was a homeless man that made me feel loved. So that was when I thought, you know what, I don't, I can't judge anyone and I want to help anyone who is in a circumstance like that, who has, you know, maybe less fortunate in life. Or whatever. We don't know when, you know, if we would have had the exact same life experience that this homeless man had had, would we be homeless too? Absolutely. Would would we be stealing a van? We don't know. So we can't judge them. So that's that was one of my pivotal moments in thinking, I this is this isn't life's not about me. It's about how I can help other people. And, and so did you do something right after that? Did you change your whole world right after that? Or was it still a process? Well, yeah, well. Uh, it's always a process, I know. But Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that before that I wasn't a, a passionate person about loving others. It's just that that was one of the moments where, you know. Some it hit t- you in the face. Yeah. And it, you went, wait a minute. This is a big deal. He, yeah, he was, he was treating me better than, you know, someone who I thought was a loved one and I got betrayed. So, and, and that's okay. That happens. You know, we don't need to um, dwell on that, but it was just, it was an eye opener to me that I, I get, I get to choose my life and what I do and where I go. And I can, I'm much more passionate about making it about somebody else rather than about being a victim. So, you know, my book is not, a, it's, it's a memoir, but it is not about me. My book is about other people who, who have experienced the same thing so that when they read that, they can say, I'm, I'm not, not alone. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I, I forgot to mention in the bio uh, that, you know, you've overcome cancer, divorce, the death of loved ones, crippling physical pain. Yeah. So Which one did you want to ask me? About? That, you probably go through all those in the, in the memoirs. Yeah. So the interesting about the memoir is I didn't have an end to the book when I started writing it. Actually, I didn't even want to start writing the book. I had people tell you just me. You knew in your heart you mm-hmm. had to. And people I did. were saying, you've got to tell you gotta, them. Because you, there are people out there waiting to read it because they need it. Yeah. And, and even the people who were telling me didn't really know the full story of what I've been through. So I didn't want to write it. But I felt compelled to write it. So 
um, I felt like it was God telling me that I needed to write this book. But so I would say to God, well, I don't have this great outcome. Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to write a book that says, oh, woe is me. Can you believe all this stuff happened to me? Right? Mm, like, it's right. like, there's no point in that. Right. And so I felt like God said, don't worry. Just trust me. You keep writing. So as I was writing the book, and it took two and a half years, by the way, which I say it took two and a half years plus, you know, about 50 years experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, right. But anyway, so uh, I started writing and in during that time i had a, a back surgery that went terribly wrong and during the two years you're yes writing the book. yeah and um i've experienced a lot of emotional pain but i had never experienced those levels of physical pain i thought i thought a person would pass out before they could experience that much pain that i and um and it kind of got worse over a month it got to the point where i couldn't walk I couldn't. This I couldn't. After surgery. After surgery. Yeah, oh, I was. I wasn't I near as bad before. Like yeah. So. Did, um, they, did they mess up? Did they? Yeah, they would never admit that, but yeah. that's okay. We're that's not going to go there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, actually, yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, she's we'll just too say up. yes. She's too positive. I, to yeah. Um, I was just curious. So the 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 good thing that came from that in experiencing those levels of pain was. Um, it, it changes you. Like if, if there are people out there who deal with chronic physical pain, they know what I'm talking about. It, it doesn't only change you, your, your physic doesn't affect you physically. It, it affects the mind because it's so chronic. So I had to get into that deep, intense feelings, I think, um, in order to, um, have my aha moment of what the end of the book was going to be. So I had a conversation with pain. I thought this was just going to be a blog or something. And uh, so I was writing to pain as if he was an entity saying, pain, why, why do you think you've had to be in my life so often? You know, why did, were you there when my parents got divorced when I was little and when, you know, this and this and this and this. And what happened in that conversation was I received this aha moment that just made me cry. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, oh, <laughs> but, what? but I ran outside tears streaming down my eyes. I said, I finally know why I'm supposed to write this book. And actually some of the content of, that I wrote in the book, I couldn't even write it. It was too difficult for me to put down on paper or, you know, in, in my computer until after I had had my aha moment. So after I had my aha moment, it was like, okay, this is what pain is for. And I remember thinking, you know, when, when you're in pain or going through stuff, people pat you on the hand and say, oh, but this will be good for you, right? Mm -hmm. Or this will make you stronger. Well, I didn't want to be stronger. I just wanted to be out of pain, right? But there's different, so there's different levels of, of dealing with, with pain and how to respond to it. And um, a lot of that is is in the book, so I have to give the book people. Yeah. So, but how do you how do you stay positive? Well, here's what I say. You know, there's people who are saying you can never give up, right? Right. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that in for a second. I believe we all have moments where we give up. Yes. And if there's someone out there that has never ever had a moment of feeling like they give up. I want to slap them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
I don't want to. I want to ask him. I want to ask him. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're in a la la land. Anyway, so I don't. I don't think that you have to be this. This eternal optimist where everything's always going to turn out good it's it the more important thing is getting back up every time you get knocked down absolutely that's the secret to success right there yeah get up that's the great business people of all times failed many many times yeah and the The secret was that they kept doing yeah and the greatest tragedy is what would have happened if you would have gotten up that last time one One more more time one last time Mm mm-hmm so that's what I always think when I'm feeling in despair um, and I just think, but what if this is the last trial before there's something great? I remember hearing some stories about like uh, uh, people that walk across the plains, pioneers. Yes. And, and they, there was memoirs. <laughs> that's a big word. Yeah, there you go. There was memoirs of, of this one person. I can't remember what it was, but I just thought this was really interesting. And the person said, I would just go, I would look at something ahead and I'd go, okay, I just need to make it to right there. Right? I just need to make it right. And then they would do everything in their power and they would make it to right there. And they go, okay, I just see that tree up there. I just need to make it to that tree. See, that's my thought this morning. I just need to make it to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You made it. <laughs> okay. Now you just got to survive it. I you were locked. Survive. We had to come unlock the door. You were nice enough to call us. That's cool. Uh, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, do we, does she know to call us? Are we going to? Oh. And she did. We got it figured we got it. out. We can adjust. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. We can overcome. We just have to keep getting up. I love it. Exactly. That is so cool. All right. So the next question is, uh, what is your commitment to uh, Biz for Good Life? Well, I think living in um, that feeling of being uncomfortable. Because mm. if, if we're only in our comfort zone, then we can't accomplish much. Right. right? Do you agree? I agree. So even, seriously, just... You're comfortable, so comfortable. <laughs> Most everything I do in regards to this book and everything is uncomfortable to me. It's new. It's something I've never done before. It's not something I want to do. I just want to be in my little corner painting my pictures with nobody looking at me. Right? <laughs> right. You can probably relate. Right, yep. But instead, I have to be behind this mic. And on the camera. And on the camera. <laughs> and on the camera. So I, I have hate to, that myself. Yeah. I have to take that fear with me. And take the step anyway. What I, what gets you in? What gets you to do that? What what? Uh, well, I have. And a, you don't want to. Yeah. How do you? You know. I, you like. Oh, oh. Well, because I feel like uh, it's something that God wants me to do. So it's that going back to the why and love. Yeah. Thing? It, yeah. Right. Yeah. I I think so. I think yeah. so. And when I when I feel like I don't want to this uncomfortable thing then i that's when i have my prayer with god and say okay here's sure? where you here's where you need to take over because i don't want to do this right I, I i talk about that all the time that, that uh if i don't have that that gut thing happen you know quite often the uncomfortable yeah thing? that uncomfortable, yeah. like oh i don't want to do that I, and and i've trained myself to now go Okay, if if I that comes out of my mouth, I don't want to do that. That's the thing I got to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the thing I got to do if I want to grow, if I want to move forward. And sometimes it pisses me off. 
Well, here's here's another tip too. So I I sing as well, yeah. and so I've done it for years. But every time I get in front of the mic, I I'm just uncomfortable with it, right. right? So what I do is I fake it. Not, I'm, it's not the whole fake it till you make it. It's the I act like I'm not nervous. Uh-oh. So when I get up there to sing, I may not know how to sing perfectly, but I know how to act, so mm. I can act comfortably, and then the voice it comes out. Naturally. Naturally, yeah. So, And then you start to have fun. Yes, yeah. Because because anything that you're passionate about, a creative person just has to has to create. Like, we don't have a choice. Yeah. Right? Right. We And sometimes you're like, really? I, do, yeah. I, I really need to get in front of this mic and sing or whatever or write this book that I don't want anybody to know about my dark, deep, dark secrets, you know? But... Right. You know, it's be beautiful creative. because... You, you've learned, and you said it before, you know, it's annoying when people say, oh, this is going to be good for you and stuff. But you've learned that is true, but, and I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. I, I tell people, you kind of only have two choices. You can say, oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Or you can say, thank you and move on and grow. Yeah. There's really only two choices. Yeah. Well, and we think that. As humans, we avoid pain, but we really only avoid pain when we don't know what the outcome is. Because mm. think of a, you know, a marathon runner. They go through tons of pain, pain. Right? right? But it's because they, they know what's on the other side of that. I've done a Red Rock Relay and a, and a Ragnar. Oh, yeah, yeah I've done the Ragnars. Oh, oh yeah, painful. painful. It's brutal. Yeah, no sleep. Running in the middle uh, of the night. And I remember thinking, why in the hell am I doing this? I remember thinking, like, at 2 in the morning, and we're running, and I'm going, this is stupid. I bet you swore, didn't you? I did swear. And then, and the funny part is, I'm like, I am never doing this again. And then you run across the finish line exactly. and you're like, I'm so, we're going to do this next year. It's going to be so cool. I'm right? Like, we're so stupid. No, but yeah, that's it because because we felt that feeling of getting over the finish line. It's like, and I understood at that moment when I got over the finish line, this is why people climb Mount Everest. I get it now because before that, I'm like, Stupid people. Okay, well, no, I'm not going to agree with you on that because anybody who's climbing Mount Everest, they they got it. That's they, a little crazy. They got it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just got it. I'm like, oh, this is why people do crazy things to it's just true. say, I I did it. I mm-hmm. overcame something so tough and strong and hard. But the point is, we don't need to avoid pain, right? We do so many things. Our addictions come That's from trying awesome. to avoid pain. And, uh, you know, if we can just get past that idea of, of thinking that pain is a bad thing, no, processing pain is an absolute essential part of life. It's not just an unfortunate wow. side effect of life. It's essential. There's, cool. there's something that just, just happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Somebody wanted me to watch um, Inside Out, the Disney Pixar yeah. yep. thing. Uh-huh. And there's flood. joy Funny. and there's sadness, right? Yes. Yep. You haven't so, seen it? No, I've seen it. Okay, I'm telling, you didn't see I'm oh, telling, telling the people okay. that have not seen oh, it. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Setting it up. You see what I'm saying? I got you. You got joy. <laughs> I'll shut up. You got pain. Remember? Joy and pain. Okay, we're there. All right. Yeah. And there's an angry guy, too. And then... There's a bunch of other ones. Yeah. But they're yeah. on a journey, joy and sad. Mm-hmm. And they come across her imagination. What's his name? Bing Bong? I don't remember. This guy's Sorry, named Bing Bong. And he had a... Like a... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One they, of those things. You know, they pull them on a little wagon. A thing. wagon. Yeah. Anyways, 
it gets thrown in the trash or whatever, and he's all sad. Oh, that's right. Right? And uh, Joy's like, come on, you need to help us find the gate over here so we can get, you know, back to our home and whatever. And he's, like, not talking to her. Like, uh, I don't want to talk to you. She's like, come on, everything's great, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And he won't help him. And so sadness goes over to Bing Bong. She's like, it was sad when you left that wagon. And he's like, yeah, it's sad, wasn't it? And then he's like, felt that pain? Yeah, she's relating with him. Yeah, and then he goes, okay, guys, I feel better. I I loved that movie just because it it, it showed that you can't just have this joy. You've got to have the other stuff, too, to have a fulfilled life. Yeah, yeah. And I think to the extent that we feel pain and suffering, there's the opposite side of the pendulum swing where we will experience joy and grace and love and peace. And we just need to have hope in that, that it will actually happen. And part of what gives that hope is relating stories that we have you know, with others. So with others who've been in the same yeah. situation. Because if you can look at them and say, wow, they got through this. Well, does that mean I can get through this? Well, heavens, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's the difference when you were talking about your, your book and you said, it's not just me complaining about stuff. I, the hero's journey. I love the hero's journey because it's not just about going through stuff. It's about this cool lesson learned at the end. This overcome, this power, so we can go. I can do that too. Mm-hmm. I can live through this. I, you've been at the darkest, deepest, horriblest pits of whatever. I have too, and and I'm there right now. And if you've gotten out of it, maybe I can too. Well, and that's why I'm here because actually, um, everything that I'm trying to do with my book launch coming out next month is um, a benefit event for nonprofit agencies that help deal with the things that I went through in my book. So addiction, uh, you know, alcohol and, and drug addiction, recovery, uh, suicide awareness, um, abuse, those, those types of things. I want to get to those people. And so um, I'm having an event that's going to benefit them. So what we're doing is we'll get a sponsor who uh, we're, seeking out some diamond companies, but it could be anybody, diamond jewelry companies, mm-hmm. that will um, buy the books for these women's shelters and mm-hmm. everything. And th- so the, the people get those books, and then everything, I don't make anything off of that. Everything goes back into um, this event for, so, so like um, the different nonprofits get the book, and then they also get the people more aware of that they exist and that they can contribute to them. And the diamond company gets recognized for the contributions they're making. And yeah, so um, silent auction, all of these things are, are stuff that I'm passionate about providing for these less fortunate people. Uh, so and they need it. We, they, we right. need more army of people doing that stuff because there are so many powerful people with such powerful stories that have overcome so much and people need to know that because because it's a it's an epidemic now suicide is mm-hmm. an epidemic i mean mm-hmm. it's worse and, and especially with the pandemic now it's even worse mm-hmm. and uh, we need heroes that stand up for the light in the world 
Because you, you just think of that one person that gets that book that they needed it at that time. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to read it and go, and they're going to connect with your story. If you save one person's life, it was right and right. Oh, it was I've, worth writing the book. Yeah. I had, I, after a presentation I did um, for an organization called Chain Breakers, I had a young woman come up to me, and she was probably only 19. And she said that she had read my book, and she had been abused from the age of three and I, I mean, we started talking and I just, I got all teary eyed and she said, but after reading this book, I have faith in the future and I have hope in my, uh, myself and I, I have self-worth now and know where, where that comes from. So my work's done. So can I go home now? <laughs> <laughs> work just is kidding. never done. Well, work is never done, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, which is also, I think, a beautiful thing. I love being busy. I love doing things. I love doing events like with Ryan and me. We, and we, we love going on the road with the Biz for Good show. We, we, any, anytime. So if you do have things or anything, please let us know. We love yeah. to be a part of all of that stuff. We, it, I think we're due, especially when this, the, the world becomes less crazy. Right. You and me need to... We, we have met so many we'll amazing people that we need to do another event. We will. We, we, we get to do another uh, event. So if you're yeah. interested, absolutely, we, we would probably, I mean. That'd be great. Love to have you be a part of it. I would love that anytime nice. I can help and donate my paintings or something like that. Oh, awesome. Yeah. With so. that said, what's a call to action or something that you can give our listeners? I think the first thing is um, to let go of judgment. Not just for the other people that you're judging, but mostly for yourself. So you can, you can, we can all be a victim um, in a circumstance. But I mean, have you ever heard the joke? Have you seen a match burn twice? Mm. So they light the match that burn, it's burning once. And then you put it out and then you touch it on your skin. Well, that's burning twice, right? Mm. Well, why, why would we hmm. let someone hurt us again? by thinking about what has happened and what they did. So, um, because it doesn't, it doesn't do anything to them. I, yeah, I have a a saying that I love and it, it's this, what is the best thing about being slapped in the face? (laughs) Gosh, that's cool. So far, it's really cool. I like it so much that it's over. (laughs) It's over. Just leave it there. Slapped in the face. It's, it's over. But yeah. it hurts for a minute. Well, it it does, sure. Right. Depending on how hard, you know. I they have know. those slapping contests now. What? They do? Yeah, they just sit there and slap the guy, and the next guy goes, and they slap the guy, and they just keep going. And You're going. making That's that not, up, right? No, I'm not. That sounds like something we did when I was, like, 15. And they're like guys with guns on them, and they're, bam! Really? So I, I have another tip, too, though, that I would recommend, and that is to keep a journal. So there's you've already heard of the gratitude journals, you know, right. and um, that's something that I, I think is a good thing. But um, also there's a journal. Um, I've heard it referred to as like your shadow journal, and that is where you're just writing down all the ugly Negative just to stuff. get it to get it out. Not for anybody necessarily to hear, sure. but oftentimes you can't process what you're thinking until you read what you've written you know i've heard that the first time i heard that i'm like no 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 no, dude i'm a positive person i do Mm -hmm. not want to touch the negative stuff and the first time i actually did it i was like it almost releases that stuff it's pretty it's actually pretty powerful yeah 
uh, and I and I, I kind of changed my mind because I was a little bit resistant to that. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm a positive person. I don't like to think about things. It reminds me of using pain to refine you, not define you. <laughs> yes. yes. Right? Where did you come up with know. that? Oh, my I, goodness. It's almost like I had it there. In it's my like it's the title of the show or something. <laughs> That is so much cool. <laughs> oh, uh, you guys are great. <laughs> You're yeah. great. Thank You're great. You. Well, you know, we have layers, right? Like an onion. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And so there's pain. I'm a that, yellow onion. Yeah, I think I'm red. I'm white. No. <laughs> no, anyway. But but they it, it'll come back. So you can't just forgive someone once and be done. Uh, dang it. Because it'll come back up. Yeah. So it's a process. And, and I think that, that that's where we beat ourselves up again, too. Oh, man, I didn't I didn't succeed because mm-hmm. I, I still feel this way or something. I must that, not be that, a positive person. Yeah, because... that, that's probably the worst piece. You know what? Quit worrying about that and just move, move, move through it again and yeah. again as many times as it takes. Do not be. We're our own worst enemy Absolutely. most of the time. Mm-hmm. We're worse on us than the worst people on the planet. Yeah. And and move through it yeah. just say you know what i'm gonna pick myself up and i'm gonna be better next time or or i'm gonna fail again and then i just move through it i think the most common false belief system that we learn is i'm not good enough <sighs> and then so the judgment true. that comes from that is i will never be good enough yes. so not only do we hit ourselves when we say i'm not good enough or if someone else makes us feel like we're not good enough but then we go ahead and um Double make it even worse yeah, yeah. Sales. Yeah, just going through this, uh, you know, new, new dad stuff, and I was like, uh, I'm a horrible father. <laughs> I cannot get this kid to sleep. Oh, my I'm gosh. Terrible. You're thinking that at four months? Oh, dude, it's going to be a four, road Three weeks. Home, three, weeks. You, three weeks. Three so, weeks. Wait until oh, they right. become teenagers. Oh, right. my gosh. Dude. <laughs> I, you'll, you'll really feel like a failure. <laughs> I had a big fight with my, my 19-year-old son the other day, and I just felt like the worst dad. And I, I texted him. I told him, dude. My worst nightmare is to have a bad relationship with my kids. Yeah. But you know what? They grow up and then they become your greatest joy. My kids. My 22-year-old daughter is an angel. And she, she is a, a, one of the most amazing human beings on the planet to me. You're going to cry, aren't you? No, never. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Especially if you point it out, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like, you know. One of my greatest accomplishments is that I have four kids who are amazing and they love each other. They love each other. And actually, I really don't think that's anything I did, but I just got lucky to have. And, you know, seriously, there's nothing better than your kids. Oh, yeah. It's hard as hell, but it's Mm -hmm. a beautiful, amazing thing. It's tough. But it really, and you know, you're tired of hearing me say that. No, too, it's, right? no, it's it, it's it's this roller coaster. It's amazing, you know. Well, and also, my kids. There have been times in my life where, um, you know, I'm going to be honest. I I have thought about suicide more than once, and the main thing that got me through was my kids. I couldn't leave my kids. So, so if they wouldn't have existed, maybe I wouldn't exist right now. Not on this side of the bale, anyway. Right. Powerful so. stuff. Powerful stuff. Well, Soma, thank you so much for being on the show. It's so cool to have you on the show. Um, can you? Thank you so much. I said this it. This has and I been didn't so even, fun. I you guys really so fun. So much fun. Yes. 
this is so uh you're just you, i love being around people with energy that that makes you uplifted Sweet. And you're one of those people that you're, you're uplifted around. So I'm like, yeah, when you I, say that, I Ryan, walked in and you want to give me a hug with this stupid yeah, coronavirus. The thing, we're like, yeah, the thing, it's weird. I had to do the jazz hands. Yeah, jazz hands. <laughs> you got the jazz hands. <sighs> we'll make it through this. This is this yeah. is such a weird, weird thing. We're in. But anyway, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything you can uh, you want to Promote. tell people about? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I have how to get a hold of you, all that stuff. Well, I have a gift for your listeners. They actually have the opportunity to be the first to get this, um, the first chapter of my audio version of my Ooh. book. Uh, so if they want to sign up for the uh, book launch team, which is you know helping out these nonprofit organizations and and being as as big of a part of it as they want this this vip team is about them not about me so if they want to do that they can just go to finding the diamonds.com for finding the diamonds.com forward slash book launch forward all one slash word book launch yeah all one word when is the official launch date june 2nd june 2nd Yes. June 2nd. But they will be, by being a part of this VIP group, they'll be able to pre-order the book. We're going to have lots of contests and prizes and things like that as well. Yeah, so that'll be fun. And then if anybody has any questions or they might, or if they have a nonprofit that they feel is would be a fit as well, they can reach us at support, email us at support at findingthediamonds.com support at findingthediamonds.com and we'll make sure to respond within 24 hours so Dang. yeah so any question you know about what we've talked about today um, or if they would like to help with that I would love to answer those awesome. questions okay. and yeah so and if they want to go uh, to learn more about me they can just go to findingthediamonds.com I have my art gallery on there and um awesome yeah thank you so much soma's amazing you guys are amazing amazing oh ryan you got to take us out i've been doing these other podcasts where we don't do crazy things at the end so i forgot (laughs) oh we get to do something crazy yeah we always do something crazy crazy let's get crazy so crazy is is a a cool crazy. Oh, I crazy. get it. I see. Yeah, yeah I messed up once and then invented so, a word. Was it you or was it I Kelly Walker? You and I, I messed up the you word. Messed up the word. And then everyone made a word up for me. You invented the word. Yeah, I invented the word. <laughs> what about what were the ones we we called the ladies and men? What were those? Mantastic. Mantastic and woman asked womanistic woman womanistic. It, you guys did, it, it didn't it didn't last. So yeah. It must have not been that trouble. Good. But Crayley. Oh, Crayley yeah. has no. almost got sued or something. Oh no, no, we just had I think my wife just thought it was bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's as bad as getting sued. <laughs> okay, so Crayley. We're getting Crayley. Okay, Ryan, take right. us out. Take us out. Take the show out. You betcha. Thanks for being on the show. Thank and you for be having sure me. to go to her website and support her and in one June, more time. FindingTheDiamonds.com. FindingTheDiamonds.com. Forward slash book launch. Forward slash book launch. All right. And we always end the show with the hashtag be good, do good. And we yell it and we get the louder time. the third time. She's got She's it. Got I got this. it. <laughs>
It's got so right. if you're in your car, if you're just chilling out, you get ready and scare your grandma. Come on, Here scream it, people. <laughs> Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Chills. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.